Welcome back, brothers and sisters. And guess what? I've got some more amazing confirmations to show y'all today. So if you haven't seen my last rapture video, you really, really need to see that. Because honestly, now seeing everything that I feel like the Lord has shown me, and I showed a lot of y'all in the last video, it's so clear. It's so clear to me. And I want all of y'all to see it too. We understand that, you know, the Lord God, He's not a God of confusion. And it is so simple. And I think while we've been searching, so many watchmen have unintentionally been complicating things. And look, I'm not knocking anybody because I know that they, just like all of us, have been desperate to want to find when we get to go, when we get to go be with our Lord, when the time of our rapture is. So, I, look, I want to make it clear before I start this, I'm not trying to argue with anybody or debate anybody or prove anybody wrong, okay? I'm really, really not. I know a lot of people have their favorite kind of watchmen that they like to watch. And please understand, I am not bashing anybody. I'm not trying to put anybody down for anything. I promise I'm, that's not my goal. I see it. And God keeps confirming it to me. I know that He showed it to me because that's been my greatest prayer for months and months. For Him, please, to give me the wisdom to see and understand the scriptures and the constellations in the Hebrew, as well as, you know, the symbols they use. There's there's a lot to it. As you saw, you know, I try and keep it kind of simple for y'all so I'm not being too confusing because I'm, I'm really bad about that. <laughs> And sometimes I also don't explain my mindset fully. And I know that's been confusing to some in, in the past. And I'm trying to get where I don't do that anymore. I know y'all are very, very wise. And most of y'all actually understand a great deal about, you know, the Jewish calendars, you know, the Bible, everything. I mean, look knowledge has increased we knew that was going to happen and we know it's not talking about science and technology because god laughs at men god laughs at the plans of men men's wisdom so that we know that whenever in the bible god's speaking about knowledge shall increase he's talking about in the bible from the old testament to the new testament and look how many of y'all you, you just take a few short years ago how many of y'all understood so much about the Jewish festivals? How many of y'all understood so much about just thinking about all the things that we've come to understand and know? So I know that so many of y'all understand all all a lot of these things, if not just as much. So I'm going to explain a little deeper on things because I know y'all will understand. Y'all are very, very wise and people have just been sucking in as much knowledge as they can when it comes to the rapture and the Bible as well. Okay, so with that said, if you've heard in my last video and some of my other ones, I talk about that any of us that have stud really studied the Maseroth, we know, and it's been known for a very long time, that when Jesus was born, the sun would be in Virgo, and when he returns, it, he, the sun will be in Leo. So I'm going to explain why that is. And show y'all and then from there I'm going to go into um, the Jewish calendar and their timeline because there's a lot of debate on that 
and I decided now I've actually kind of gone back and forth on this too you know the calendar's off it's not off it's on it's off it's on it's off and so instead of going back and forth I decided I just need to go down and really study look at the scriptures look at the constellations look at what changed with the Jews and how they went into changing how they did the calendar just slightly but everything they do and then see where we're at as well as in the future so that this way I, I'm going to show y'all where the Jewish calendars actually are why people are saying they're off and if they are or aren't but as well as that then I'm going to show y'all so many so many amazing confirmations that I have gotten that I just cannot wait for y'all to see so please please my brothers and sisters stay with me this whole video I promise you you're not going to be disappointed and again if you haven't seen the video right before this on the rapture you want to see that because I'm just getting more and more that, that these that these timelines this date that I showed y'all is correct it's correct and I know it is, if not, just within a few days. Just within a few days, but I'm going to show you why. So stick with me. Let's get into it. Even the ancient Egyptians understood that in the constellations, everything begins with Virgo and that everything would end with Leo the lion. That is why the Sphinx has the head of the woman and the body of the lion. So, as we could see from Revelation 12, And a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. Okay, so this is what's important to look at. The woman, the virgin, Virgo. This is when Jesus was born. Now, you can see Leo with the 12 stars represents the crown. And when Jesus comes back, it will be to take his crown from as the lion of the tribe of Judah. So, for any of you that don't know, of course, Virgo and Leo are always right next to each other. This is declaring the end from the beginning. Okay, so I want to be very, very clear here. This does not mean that the Revelation 12 sign has to appear again or that there has to be a total of 12 stars whenever Jesus returns. It only means that the sun will be in Leo whenever Jesus is second coming um, in 2031, which I strongly believe. Okay, so now real quick, let's go into what I have to show y'all about the Jews calendar and whether it is off or not. Okay, so let's go over that. Okay, let's go over this. The lunar cycle. The Jewish calendar is based on lunar cycles. Towards the beginning of the moon cycle, it appears as a thin crescent. That is a signal for a new Jewish month. The moon grows f until it's full, the middle of the month, and then it begins to wane until it cannot be seen. It remains invisible for approximately two days. And then the crescent reappears and the cycle begins again. The entire cycle takes approximately 20, 29 and a half days. Since a month needs to consist of complete days, a month is sometimes 29 days long, such as... A month is known as a chaser or missing. 
and sometimes 30, which means full. Knowing exactly when the month begins has always been important in Jewish practices because the Torah schedules the Jewish festivals according to the days of the month. The first day of the month, as well as the 13th day of the month, is called Rosh Hodesh, the head of the month, and has semi-festive status. The Jewish months. Nisan is the first month on the Jewish calendar. Before the Jews left Egypt on the first day of the month of Nisan, God told Moses and Aaron, the Hodesh, new moon or month, shall be to you the head of the months. Thus, the peculiarity of the Jewish calendar, the year begins on Rosh Hashanah, the first day of the month of Tishri, the anniversary of the creation of Adam and Eve. But Tishri is not the first month. Rosh Hashanah is actually referred to in the Torah as the first day of of the seventh month so what is in the bible what is in scripture is that god told moses and aaron that the very beginning the head of all the months was going to be right at passover which of course is nisan so nisan one according to god that's what is the first day of the year. Sanctifying the month. The Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, The Hodesh shall be to you the head of months. From the wording of this verse, shall be to you, the sages deduced that the responsibility of pinpointing and consecrating the Hodesh, the crescent new moon, was entrusted to the leaders of our nation, the Sanhedrin. The rabbinical supreme court of every generation. Originally, there was no fixed calendar. There was no way to determine in advance the exact day of a coming holiday or bar mitzvah. Because there was no way to determine in advance when the month would begin. Each month anew, the Sanhedrin would determine whether the month would be 29 or 30 days long, depending on when the following month's new moon was first sighted and would sanctify the new month. Nowadays, in the 4th century CE, the sage Hillel II foresaw the disbandment of the Sanhedrin and understood that we would no longer be able to follow a Sanhedrin-based calendar. So Hillel and his rabbinical court established the perpetual calendar, which is followed today by the Jews. According to this calendar, every month of the year, except for three, has a set number of days. So you can see Adar 29 in leap years. Adar 1 has 30 days. Regarding the variable months of Kislev and Shavan, there are three options. Both can be 29 days. The year is a chaser. Both are 30. The year is a Malay. Or Heshvan is the 29 and Kislev is 30. The year is Kisadron, meaning these two months follow the alternating patterns of the rest of the month. Hillel also establishes the rules that are used to be determined whether year is a Haser, I don't know how you pronounce it, sorry, 
Malay, or Sidran. The rules of the perpetual calendar also ensure that the first day of Rosh Hashanah will never take place on Sunday, Wednesday, or Friday. Now that's important to remember, okay? Because I'm going to show you all something in a minute. So Rosh Hashanah is never supposed to take place on a Sunday, Wednesday, or Friday. When Hillel established the perpetual calendar, he sanctified every Rosh Hodesh until the Messiah will come and reestablish the Sanhedrin. So the way the Sanhedrin sanctified. The following is a brief description of the procedure of the Sanhedrin followed in days of yore to determine the date of the onset of a new month. On the 30th day of every month, the Sanhedrin would open for business in a large courtyard in Jerusalem. Witnesses who claimed to have seen the new moon on the previous night would come to give their testimony and be cross-examined. The members of the Sanhedrin were schooled in astronomy. They knew exactly when the new moon would have appeared and where it would have been visible. Nevertheless, the sanctification of the moon depends on the crescent new moon actually being seen by two witnesses. The word this in the above quoted verse, this month shall be to you, implies something that is actually seen. The rabbis of the Sanhedrin would question the witnesses in the order of their arrival. They knew that the proper response to their questions ought to be and were thus quickly able to identify fraudulent claims. Starting with the elder of each pair, they would ask, tell us how you saw the new moon. Okay, so it goes through that. After they finished questioning their first witness, they would bring in his partner and question him in a similar fashion. If the two accounts cooperated, the evidence was accepted. That day, the 13th day, was now declared Rosh Hadesh of the new moon. The son of the Sanhedrin would proclaim sanctified and everyone would respond, I don't know how to pronounce it, Mekudash. The previous month was now retroactively determined to have only 29 days. So, from what we can see here, the Jews took this very, very serious. We're very, very strict on how they decided the new moon. Okay, so let me be really clear here because um, I may have been a little confusing or may, maybe even misspoken for a second. But look, okay, so the Jewish calendar was inaugurated in 1313 B.C. on the 1st of Nisan of the year, 2448 from creation. So again, that's 1313 B.C., two weeks before the Exodus took place. God showed Moses the crescent new moon and told him, when you see the moon like this, sanctify the new month. This is what ushered in the first Jewish month, the very first one. And this commenced the lunar calendar Jews have been following ever since. So we're seeing a lot of we're seeing a lot of Gentile YouTubers who I think are misunderstanding a little bit of this and they're thinking that that the new moon is based on where the sun is in the constellation. That that's what determines the month. And as we can see from here and from scripture, it's not about where the sun is in the constellations, but it's counting from every new moon, okay? So, what are the odds really, realistically, that 
the Jews somewhere along the way missed an entire month and no one no one ever caught it it was never brought up they never caught it at all okay so with that said now I'm not saying I'm look I'm still not saying that the Jews calendar is a hundred percent correct but it's not a month off it's not exactly a month off this is a misunderstanding by a lot of people who are Christians who have just kind of started to study over the last few years the Jewish calendar and their misunderstanding this because we do see in scripture and other some other things where it talks about a long time ago very long time ago that you know at, at a certain feast date you know the the sun was in a specific constellation all right now let me show you this real quick as well now just stay with me because after this i've got a lot to show you all that goes to my dates and this is all kind of corresponding together well as well there's a reason i'm showing you this let me put it that way okay so right here i'm starting with 2024 and going backwards and i'm going to show you you can see the sun is in leo and you can see it just kind of teeters back and forth and back and forth but it's staying pretty close to the, the same space our same spot every year and not changing a whole lot so as we're going you're gonna see it ever so slightly start to change and, and of course with stellarium every so often I'm gonna have to reshift it because as you can see the constellation is moving kind of out of screen so I'll I'll do that very quickly whenever it it's about to shift here in a second as you can see it's slowly slowly shifting just a tiny bit not a huge amount but a tiny bit now this is just going to take a couple of minutes to show y'all but i think it's very very important for everybody to actually see this with their own eyes so that they get a better understanding of what is going on and has been going on over the last 2,000 plus years in the constellations. And again, as I just stated a minute ago and showed, it's not the position of the sun and what constellation it's in that determines the month, but the count every new moon since that very first beginning one now right about here we're starting to see it really starting to move it's really really starting to shift quite a bit at this point where before it really was only going back and forth you can see the huge difference right here and how much it's moving And I had heard that the constellations, the sun had shifted over time, but I had to go look myself. And then when I saw this, I just knew I had to show everyone 
so that everyone would have a much better understanding of everything. And as you can see already, it's in a completely different constellation at this point. It has moved a huge amount. And this would explain why it's not sitting exactly in the same place that it was 2,000 years ago. Okay, so you can see from both of these pictures, this one from 2022 and this one from the year 31, that there's been a very, very good amount of shifting in where the sun is in accordance with the constellations. And this explains, you know, why so many watchmen that have read that, you know, the sun was in Aries on, on Nisan, or, you know, it was in Leo, it, I think, Tubiov. This is what's confusing people. So, you know, we can see that that's absolutely not what signifies every month. Now, it has it moved several constellations over? No, but it has shifted over enough that it, it can easily appear to people, understandably, that it's off by a month. But as I've shown you, it's not. But again, okay, now does that mean, like I said a minute ago, that the Jews' calendar is exactly precise? No, it doesn't. And I think from what I showed you earlier when I was reading to you, they don't think it's going to be exact either because they talked about whenever the Messiah comes that he will perfect the calendars, meaning that he will come back and correct anything that might be slightly off since they aren't specifically visually looking at the new moon. It is completely possible that they are off by a few days, but not, not an entire month. So, the other thing I want to point out, and that's this. Now, I read this a minute ago to you, but I'm reading again. It says, the rules of the perpetual calendar also ensure that the first day of Rosh Hashanah will never take place on Sunday, Wednesday, or Friday. Now, if you saw my last video, okay, I came to, through different calculations and other things that I feel like God put before me, October 5th of 2024 being when tribulation starts. Now, one thing I didn't do is I didn't go look to see if this was possibly Rosh Hashanah or any feast date at all. I was just going off of everything, all these other things that I was getting that were coming in front of me. 
So I decided to go look. Okay, well, when is Rosh Hashanah? In 2024. And look, this is when they have Rosh Hashanah set for 2024. And what you will notice is that they have it set to start on a Wednesday. Which, by what we just read, means that it has to be off. It has to be incorrect because... What they just said is that it will never take place on a Sunday, Wednesday, or Friday. Now, this is also interesting that I came across that I did not know just until recently. Is, of course, I knew it was landing on a Sabbath that uh, when October 5th came up when I was working on my last video on the last rapture one y'all saw. Hopefully, if you didn't, you need to go look at it. Was that October 5th is a Sabbath. So when I went and started looking at Rosh Hashanah, I saw this. And it says Rosh Hashanah, first of the high holidays, is the Jewish New Year. It is the anniversary of the creation of Adam and Eve. And a day of judgment and coronation of God as king. So it would be very fitting for tribulations to start on the Sabbath on Rosh Hashanah, if that's Rosh Hashanah, because it's a day of judgment. And of course, you know, we, as many of us know, they're going to be pretty much coronating their false Messiah until they turn to Jesus and know the truth. And then seven years later, exactly seven years later, then um, at Rosh Hashanah, which is Feast of Trumpets, we know that that's when Jesus returns to fulfill the feast. And granted, okay, now I've also seen some stuff about the, Jesus' birth and his circumcision being the fulfillment of feast. But we know that's not true because Jesus didn't fulfill any of his feast. They weren't fulfillments until he began his ministry. So, these last three, these fall feasts, they have to be fulfilled by Jesus and, you know, not from when he was a baby. Granted, things, we know that things land on God's feast dates all the time, but they're not fulfillments. Jesus himself has to fulfill them, and he did not do that as a baby. But I find this very interesting that, that it is a day of judgment, don't you? Okay, so because the Jews aren't during specific harvests, which are only certain months, are not judging by the barley harvest, and they are not technically watching for precisely every new moon with two witnesses, they can and probably are just a few days off. A few days, maybe four or five at most, but I would say that that's about it. They are not very far off. Okay, so what is also interesting as well, since I looked at October 5th, I decided to go look at my projection date of about September 13th, which again is the Sabbath of 2031. And the Jews have on their calendar for Rosh Hashanah, September 18th. So they're only, again, a few days off. Now, I don't see how it can go as far as September 18th for Rosh Hashanah because the sun will not still really be in Leo at that point. 
So it would have to be by the 13th or possibly even the week before for Jesus' return, Jesus' second coming. But the other thing is too possible that, you know, Stellarium's not exact on future things. You know, I've, I've taken snapshots of stuff before and then on the actual day when it comes around, things aren't exactly where they had projected them to be. So that's always a possibility too. I'm always going to be completely honest with all of y'all on everything. But the point is, we know it's really, really close. And the fact that also that Rosh Hashanah in 2031 is landing almost exactly on the, the projected dates that I came through through other means that came before me, um, it, it just shows. It, it, it just can't be a coincidence. We know there are no coincidences whenever it comes with God, right? No coincidences. Okay, so while we are here talking about, because I still got a lot to show y'all, okay? And this is getting pretty interesting. Let's go real quick to a few constellations I want to show you. Because then there's some more stuff I'm going to show you that's pretty neat. But this is pretty amazing. So I went, of course, to the projecting date of Saturday, October 5th, 2024. Because that, I believe, is when about tribulations is going to begin. And this is what is very interesting. So right here, you're going to see that Venus is in the menorah. And for any of y'all who haven't been watching any of my other videos, um, we see the scales, the scales, uh, you know, of, of judgment, really, I guess is what most people consider. It, it was actually a menorah, you know, if you go into the original, the, what, you know, the Jews calendar, the Maseroth, it was actually a menorah and not scales. So I find it very interesting that Venus the Bride on October 5th is in the menorah uh, uh, that is very interesting and it also could show that those left behind that have turned to christ that are in the church as well are in the scales but the thing is that we know the taurus the bull represents you know the, the harvest the separating of the weeds and the gifts but it also represents judgment it represents judgment so taurus is a constellation that deals with the day of the lord Taurus depicted in the heavens as a raging bull means the coming judge. So what we see here is we can clearly see Jupiter, which represents our king, which represents Jesus. And he is in Taurus, the coming judge on October 5th. Okay, so the other thing on October 5th that I kind of looked at was I went and I saw where Mars was. Mars, which of course represents Ball, ball worship, the Antichrist. So Mars is in the twins, and more specifically, it's in Pollux. And Pollux, he represents Jacob. Okay, so Castor represents the Gentiles, you know, Christians and everything. But Pollux, he represents Jacob, so representing the Jews. And the Antichrist is in Jacob. In Jacob for the Jews. And as we know, that's what's going to be happening. The Antichrist is going to present himself and he's going to be deceiving all the Jews. He'll deceive a lot of other people, but as we know, tribulation is about the Jews. So for Mars to be specifically here is, I mean, to me, these are all just lining up. It's just so crazy. And all this is lining up from everything that I showed y'all in my last video. 
and this stuff you know i got so busy with the last video there was so much to it i didn't go look at any of this stuff i didn't start looking at it until afterwards and i'm just like blown away and i've even got more stuff to show y'all beyond this it's just stuff keeps coming and coming it's crazy and okay so the other thing i wanted to bring up too is on september 2031 it being rosh hashanah i didn't realize this either though it's the anniversary of adam and eve the anniversary of the creation of man did y'all realize that i didn't realize that wow okay so another thing is we know that satan he knows the bible better than any human on the face of the earth you know he's been around this entire time watching everything seeing everything he's seen all of history he's been behind so many just horrible people and bad things so it stands to reason that he knows he knows what the revelation 12 sign meant he knows that it was our seven year warning before the rapture of the church comes before tribulation begins before he gets to attempt his you know big takeover of everything and try to destroy the jews so it would be fair right to come to the conclusion since he's you know he's he's the 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 dad i will say of so many evil things we see from msm to movies to music and hip-hop and all this kind of stuff we know that satan he's got control over all of that right a lot of people refer to these things as predictive programming i don't think that they're predictive programming i think it's the devil just you know having fun saying you know ha ha i know this and i know that you know letting everybody know in his own little way of you know what's important because if they're not christians they don't understand it they don't understand it at all but he knows it's of importance and he knows it signifies something of importance for him he doesn't realize he's going to lose he thinks he can actually win but you know jesus will deal with him as we know but y'all watch this now remember september 23rd was the date for the revelation 12 sign then watch this Clearly, he's leaving us a code. Some way to reach him. Time or date, maybe? September 23rd? September 23rd, 1780. 123 Church Street, 47th floor. You better hurry. This is Agent Dunham. I need immediate evac. 923 Church Street. There's a device on the 47th floor. Nicely done. Good performance. Captain's log, starting 23.9. Round it off to the nearest second point. Weave! Travel back in time to save an ancient species from total annihilation.
I gave you every opportunity to help me, but you refused. Talk amongst yourselves. I may be some time. And then, the miracle of deliverance. By 923, the water of life shall proceed forth from the throne of the Lamb. And the day of the Lord shall be a... She called us, Miss. Thursday morning, 923. I thought, okay, this is it, here we go. raised to hate the Cubs. And I was raised to hate the Cardinals. 50 bucks is Cards beats the Cubs in this weekend series. Okay, you're on. Volcanic lava pouring onto the street. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> diddly, diddly. Mm. It's a higher power than even I believe in. What is going on? Until September 22nd, midday. And if the arc isn't finished by then, you will... Is that when it's going to happen? September 22nd, midday? So here's a strange new sentence. I am a Missourian. God, right? Couldn't he stop a flood if he wanted to? Maybe send a little rain to stop it's a famine? It's a fallen world. God created it perfect, and we destroyed it with the first sin. Who destroyed it? Me? You? Him? The Lord works in mysterious ways, I know. How does someone see an earthquake on the news and then try to convince everyone that it's a good thing? Does that even make sense to you? This before September 2044. Where are you going with this? What if Jane realized that someone was following one of his scenarios? You know, making it look like a predictive pattern of malfunction. You know, disguising a crime like a series of accidents. It might actually be a series of accidents. If it were, they wouldn't have killed him. Someone has weaponized Dutch Boy. There are tens of thousands of storm simulations in here, and each one is starting in a different place. They all end the same way. A geostorm. We haven't much time. We need to be ready in 10 days. Because next Thursday at exactly 9.23 a.m., the X-Force One satellite will be directly over Remington. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. I just don't get it. We replaced all hardware after Python was here. Every keyboard, mouse, cable, everything. You replaced the chargers. Yeah, chargers, computers, we replaced it all. And the surge protector. Whoa. Okay, let's go. 
you get that tail light fixed? To the tune of 239 bucks. You didn't really think you could get away from us, did you? Principal's log, September 23rd. Check, check, check. Sound check. And that is how I, Principal Collins, became the mastermind behind this glorious plan. It's the crime of the century. show Big Bang Theory, an asteroid strike is expected September 23rd. In the movie Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, an asteroid strikes September 23rd. Julia Julia, a meteor strikes September 23rd. Knowing, solar flare strikes September 22nd, lasting until September 23rd. Little Shop of Horrors, humans are threatened by an event September 23rd. Tomorrowland, Disaster strikes September 23rd. 23, hell will arrive September 23rd. Sleepy Hollow, a dimension opens up September 23rd. Ghostbusters, evil is released on September 23rd. This is the end. 923 is the date the rapture happens. Pandemic, outbreak starts September 23rd. Either fake aliens, fake Carrington event, or a fake asteroid, September 2023. Go ahead. Tell yourself it's just a number. Okay, so what did you think of that? Hmm? Pretty interesting, isn't it? Okay, so the other thing I wanted to point out real quick too is when I had been looking at Saturn that is in Aquarius, that it was moving out. I thought it was going to be completely out by around April, mid-April of the, this year. Well, now I went back and looked, and October 5th, guess what? It has moved right back into Aquarius, and is right where they're pouring, it's pouring out the judgment onto Israel. This is crazy. Okay, so something else I wanted to talk about real quick, and I'll probably elaborate more in another video, but one of my dear sister friends and sisters in Christ, Katja, she brought up an article to me just the other day, and it was talking about the Star of Jacob, and just the night before, I had noticed something when I was looking at my last video, because there's a couple of things that are in my video that I can't quite put my finger on yet but I know there's more there and I'm starting to discover more and more as you know I'm praying for God's guidance and to give me wisdom I'm seeing a little bit more and more 
And what had come to me to notice was whenever I was showing the birth of Jesus, which I believe was about September 20th of 2 BC. And if you saw my last video, you'll understand why. Well, when I was looking at the constellation of Leo that has Jupiter in it, I noticed right above it that there was a comet shining down, shining down on on Jupiter and on Leo. And look, anytime there's a comet that's visible, it's a spotlight. It's I don't believe it's actually a comet. I believe it's actually a spotlight through the firmament. But it is of great significance. It means something, especially if it's on one of these important time frames. So, since that was shining down on Leo, Leo, the tribe, the, the tribe of Judah and Jupiter are king, it made me realize, you know what, there's another comet that I came across as well. So, September 13th, 2031, there is another comet that's shining pretty bright. And guess where it's shining? It's shining right on the horse. And that's when Jesus returns and we all return with him riding on horses. I don't think that this is a coincidence because there are no coincidences. I mean, it's amazing. And I don't ever even notice the horse, but it, I could see it. I could see it whenever I was looking at the constellations. It only shows up, you know, like a comet's name on Solarium if it's actually visible, if it's actually going to be where you can see it and, and shining. And, you know, on this date to be shining right on the horse is pretty amazing, I think. Okay, actually, I've got some more stuff to share with y'all, but honestly, I'm too tired, and this video is getting too long. I've got some stuff I came across on Enoch and Elijah that's pretty interesting, but I also want to elaborate a little bit more on the Star of Jacob and talk about that some more, and I'll do that in a different video, and I also still need to go over... Um, the moon, the moon being a clock as well. There's quite a few things I want to go over, but I'm just too tired. And this video's gotten long again. I'm sorry for all the long videos. But look, I appreciate you all very much for watching my videos. I really appreciate all y'all who've been subscribing. Thank you so much. I hope, I hope you're seeing what I'm trying to show in my videos. And how I, I'm just so sure this is it. I really am. It's just so clear to me now so incredibly clear and i pray that it is to y'all as well i appreciate y'all very much and if look if you're liking my videos at all please share them please share them so that other people can get to see them you know there, there's a lot of confusion going on out there and there's a lot of people saying this and that different things and I understand. It gets confusing. It gets confusing to me too. That's why I started researching and digging and doing all this myself. Because I was like, there's so many people saying so many different things. And then, you know, one one watchman might start saying something and then it spreads like wildfire. And when I'm going to look, a lot of times then I realize it's not true. And I don't want to blindly believe stuff, you know. So that's why I try and show y'all more... Um, where I get my information and stuff and where I'm finding things and trying to back it up with facts. I wasn't doing that so much in the beginning because I felt like it was confusing people. But now I see I need to show y'all these things be 
because otherwise how do you know it's the truth otherwise right so that that's why my videos are a little bit longer and i also work at trying to make them very presentable because i want them to be pretty for y'all <laughs> i want them to be nice looking okay well anyway I'm, I'm gonna cut this one off i'm exhausted i appreciate you all please leave me a like leave me a comment and if you haven't please subscribe i really appreciate it or follow me y'all are wonderful and i pray you're all doing well and we don't have that much longer i know it i know this is the year i'm sure i'm i'm so sure i i, I just know it i know it all right well i'm gonna do some more videos and i'll be working on those and i will see you all in the next video thank you all for watching